You're listening to Behind the Desk, a student's podcast. Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. How's your week been? I've personally had a bit of a slow week at work, you know. It feels like one of those weeks where nothing seems to be happening and the world has almost just stopped spinning. But that doesn't mean there isn't things I can do, like this episode for example. I've planned it, I'm going to script it or at least make notes on it on what I need to say. Obviously record it, what I'm doing now, I can edit it afterwards and upload it to my heart's content. But enough about my slow week, because today I want to go over a big part of my time in the studio, and that is something called pop music experience. And I'd really like to just go in depth about what it is, as well as how normal sessions work essentially. As ever, if you have any questions for me about what I say today, feel free to comment down below or message me on Facebook at Wellsy Media. So let's get into it. What is pop music experience? I've mentioned it in a couple of episodes, but today I just want to give, you know, a solid definition. And basically, it's an experience. You know, a chance for people who aren't familiar with recording and the recording studio in general to have a go at singing, recording, and having a song produced for them. And this side of the business was set up by the bosses at Loft Studios and all that. And it's not the main use of the studio by any means, and it's pretty much separate from like the record label Global Underground and just like the normal sessions run in the studio. But more about them on another podcast. No, pop music or PME as I'm going to refer to it because it's a bit of a long-winded way of saying PME. Uh, it's very much its own thing. It stands on its own and it's a separate part of the company. Now, in normal circumstances, PME would be set up and run as a party. So maybe a group of kids or a hen party would come in, something like that. They'd get to, you know, we'd show them around the studio, get everyone warmed up before we started recording a song. Uh, Most likely, it'd be like two practice takes before doing a final recording. But if I'm honest, the engineer would probably be just using the best recording that we really have. Then the pipe would be able to come in, into the control room, and have a look at the basics of how we actually mix a track. At this point, it'd be the engineer's job, aka me, to show them different plugins we might use. Uh, So, for example, I could use a pitch shift or an auto-tune. And I'd probably use these plugins, mainly because they're easier to hear uh, compared to like compression or EQ or something like that. But basically, I've just got to give them an idea of what the engineer does. And the final part of PME is basically include a photo shoot for the party so they just have a bit of a mess about in the live room. On the engineer's side of things, you'd probably have about 10-15 minutes to mix the vocals with a karaoke track and burn it to a CD to give to the party host. Which I think is a cool idea, the fact that the party can actually get a copy of what they've recorded. Now, we give one free CD to the party no matter what, that just comes with the package of PME. But they can also buy other things for an additional cost. So the group could buy more CDs if they wanted, if everybody wanted a CD for themselves. 
or they can also get like posters and even a DVD with a music video. Again, it's a pretty cool idea to add merchandise that adds to the experience of being a pop star, if you will. And it's just a good idea for income for the studio itself, really. Which I was told by my boss is one of the things that actually helps the studio with money and stuff. Because when you think about it, a lot of people can record from home nowadays, so they don't necessarily come into a recording studio to record. And the studio needs to make money in other ways essentially, rather than solely relying on professionals coming in to record. Interesting stuff when you think about it really. Or the business side of a recording studio. That's what this uh, like placements helped us understand, just like how much business actually goes into a recording studio. But anyway, back to PME. What I've just described is what would happen under normal circumstances. But because of lockdown and COVID and things like that, uh, it's not really going like that. For starters, we're only having one person come in to record at a time. So it's more like recording a normal vocalist or a rapper. Another big difference is that there's no photo shoot or warm ups. It's very much the customer comes in, they do a couple of recordings of a song and then get a CD at the end. And to be honest, I'm very happy with that. It means less work for me and dealing with a lot less people, which again, I'm very happy about. But it does bring a couple of new challenges. The fact that there's only one person and they're, you know, in the studio for an entire hour, you have to try and keep them entertained. Can you imagine being in a recording booth for the very first time? You're very shy, you're very nervous, and you have to sing into the microphone for an hour. So what I do is I try and split up the session as well as try and relax the customer. And the way I do it is basically talk to them between the takes. And I'll chat to them about, you know, what sounded good and what sounded bad, or maybe not the bad bits, just for their confidence sake. But I'll talk about what sounded good in their recordings and maybe show them some vocal processing effects like the reverb and autotune and pitch shift and stuff like that. But also I'll just have a bit of a normal conversation with them. I almost try to distract them from the singing part so that they're more comfortable singing. Because when a singer is more comfortable and relaxed, you get a better recording and that goes for newbies or professionals. So a tip I'd recommend to anyone who's trying to record a vocalist, uh, just make whoever you're recording feel relaxed and you'll probably almost certainly get a better recording out of them. I just so happen to do it by wittering on about nonsense. <laughs> uh, but you could also do it by making them laugh or if you know if they love technology you could really dive into like how a microphone works or how the plugins work. You know just try and do anything to make them relax basically. That is what I've found is very helpful especially in PME when the person recording a lot of the time is someone new to recording and the whole experience of being in a recording studio. So that's how PME has been working during lockdown. Well I shouldn't say lockdown really, I should probably say like social distancing. Anyway, all I know is PME is a solo session. 
It will be interesting to see how many groups and parties we'll have later in the year. And to be fair, I'm actually looking forward to it. It'll be a different experience for me. But anyway guys, I think that's all I can really say about PME. Um, if you have any questions, then feel free to message me down below or message me at Wellesley Media on Facebook. So, thank you guys for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed. I've been John, and I'll catch you in the next one.